0: I V M. You've tuned into a show called Mr. and Mrs. Binge Watch, and you were expecting a spoiler free episode. So, there are many, many spoilers on this episode. Kripya Dhyan
1: This is Mr. and Mrs. Binge Watch, and I am Anirudh Guha, and I'm sitting with Janice Sequera because literally that's the only person I'm sitting with nowadays during lockdown. Her and our three cats, Audrey, Tishka and Groot. Groot is lying down next to us. His paws in my hand right now as we speak. This is the beauty of Uh, recording episodes under lockdown, we get to hang around our cats, Janice.
0: Yeah, I wish, in fact, I could send you guys a picture of what's happening on my table right now as we're recording this, because... Basically,
1: Groot is rolling on the table. Yeah,
0: and while Anirudh and I try to record this podcast, Groot, of course, thinks it's playtime. And he's
1: trying to get our attention. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah, cats are strange, man. This is their time where either someone like our youngest one is always overactive at this time, And the other two are fast
1: asleep in different corners of the house. If IVM ever wants to do a podcast about pets, we are the guys to do it. Uh, But this is an interesting time. Last night, we watched the season finale of Homeland, which in effect is also the show finale. It's a Uh,
0: series finale. Series
1: finale. And uh, it was interesting because for both Janice and me, we actually, if you go back and check one of our earlier episodes, we had uh, spoken about Homeland when the season 8 had premiered. So we just watched the first episode and spoken about what we felt about it, what our expectations from the season was and how we felt about Homeland in general. And I think only when it ended yesterday did we realize uh, that it was... It is quite a historic moment in television, right? Because Homeland is one of the longest running, most loved shows of the decade. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in a way, things have just come a full circle with the show coming to an end. Because if you think about it, all the shows that we were watching from the beginning of the decade have now come to a close. So whether it was starting with Breaking Bad, uh, Mad Men, House of Cards, Orange is the New Black, which had a seven season run. The Americans, uh, Silicon Valley, Veep, so many. Uh, And I think Homeland was pretty much the one that managed to last the longest, right?
0: Yeah, Homeland and a few others that are just like... I mean, for example... Silicon Valley, is this the final
1: season? Yeah, the Silicon Valley has ended a long time ago. Oh
0: God, so we're watching it very
1: late. Yeah, Maybe and, uh, and the only one that's going, continuing... And I don't really count that as something that's a long-running show... Is Walking Dead. Because Walking and Dead... And Grey's Anatomy, no, which but is the 17th That's season. what I'm saying. There are certain shows where there is enough material to keep going. Yeah. Grey's, of course, not based on any comic book or any such... But I mean, it's just been going on forever. And I think Walking Dead, of course, is is, I mean, going by the fact that Walking Dead the comics are still being written and there's so much story still to be tackled so there's with.
0: material there yeah. so uh,
1: so i think they're also going by that yeah. but uh, but i'm talking about originally written shows that i would imagine homeland to be the last yeah one. this
0: is definitely one of the last ones that at least anirudh and i have followed diligently and those of you who have been loyal viewers of mr and mrs binge watch will know that this is also one of the shows that anirudh and i literally started watching together at the start of our relationship when guru and tv guru anirudh was sort of uh, you know, doing my initiation into the world of... web series and shows and just like you know long running television shows to watch. But you know what's also strange, Ani, is that I remember you and I talking about the first and second episode of the eighth season. And we were actually recording at the IVM studios at that time. Yeah. And now eight weeks later, <laughs> we are only recording we are under from lockdown, now.
1: lockdown. So yeah, so you're saying basically between Homeland Starting and Homeland Ending, ending our lives
0: have changed. Lives have changed. Completely, that is true. Yeah.
1: That is absolutely true. So when well, coming back to the season so if uh, you know we were very impressed by the pilot actually when it came out yeah. and we also spoke about how Homeland has this ability to reel you in with very interesting ideas and interesting geopolitical issues in the first episode itself hmm. uh, I think mid-season through uh, through the mid-season Janice and I started uh, you know having some some certain issues with the show uh, where we felt like so Homeland has this Amazing quality, right? Again, something I've spoken about earlier, where it starts off with a bang, it kind of accelerates things over the next three, four episodes, and then it kind of goes through a period of a lull, yeah, uh, before spiking like crazy around the seventh and the ninth episode mark. I think this season, what happened was that that spike was missing. Uh, I mean, we we were we really enjoyed the first five to six episodes. We thought that the setup was brilliant. Uh, And just when we were, but I also think that's got to do with expectation that uh, that you have from a series, right? So if somebody would watch season eight of Homeland without those preconceived notions, they may not notice as much as Janice and I did. Because we are also used to a certain kind of storytelling that we were expecting and didn't get.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the expectation with Homeland always... And given that this is the last ever season that the creators are going to put together... I mean, I think what we were expecting is sort of, you know, for it to maybe... And that might be wrong, but as loyal viewers, you want that, right? You want the final season to be the best ever season and to go off on that high. where you're like, okay... What is the biggest thing that Homeland has done? Because you have seen Carrie through seven seasons before this, in one way or another, always sort of saving the world. Whether it was, you know, a big incident or a smaller incident behind the scenes, but she's always sort of quote-unquote saving the world and staying loyal to her country. So in that sense, the premise of Cell Season 8 is great, where, you know, you sort of, the one question we've never raised of Carrie is that can Carrie ever be a traitor To the US, right? Can she ever play for the other side? And this season plays with that beautifully because right from the beginning, you're shown that Carrie can't can't remember certain parts of, you know, what has happened in the time that she's been in Russia as a prisoner of war.
1: Yeah, but that was really just a setup. Yeah. They didn't really dwell on that much. Because then the kind of events that take place on the show, and we obviously won't tell you what those are, because I mean, then we'll be entering spoiler territory. But basically, uh, what's important to know is that Homeland is a show that has always managed to balance intelligent, uh, sorry, not intelligent, intelligence agency-related drama with the politics of the uh, of the show, uh, and I think this season was more heavily balanced, rather was tilting more towards politics than intelligence uh, agencies and how they work. So there was a lot of time spent in the White House, way more than in earlier seasons. Mm. In fact, they, uh, you know, they uh, introduced a character played by Hugh Dancy. And I was really surprised to see him in episode seven because, you know, he came out of nowhere. uh, And he is basically the new advisor to the president. And the moment you introduce such a great actor in a role, you expect then... Be a fair degree of storytelling involved in that, right? And that is what happened. And I'm not really sure how that tied in with the with the with Carrie's and Saul's track this year. Uh, I felt like too much time was spent in the White House to at a point it started resembling House of Cards more than earlier seasons of Homeland. I also feel they didn't really do justice to that character. Uh, you know, again, great actor, but it the track really didn't work out for me. I feel like this season of Homeland tried to balance out several tracks. One had to do with the politics of the situation. The other had to do with the conflict in the Pakistan-Afghanistan region. But the most important track, which thankfully worked, was the relationship between Saul and Carry. Uh, as they go about doing what they do best, right? Yeah. Uh, And...
0: I feel like Saul and Carrie's relationship has been the one bankable relationship in this entire show, right? Because in the first three seasons, it was about Carrie's relationship with Brody. Then after that, for about three, four seasons, until they killed off Rupert Friend's character, they... It was about, you know, a, a sort of subtle romance over there. But Saul... I mean, in a larger sense, has always been the one constant, constant man, yeah. father figure-like man in Carrie's life. And again, the interesting thing, while they didn't get many things right, like what Anil just pointed out about, um, you know, the advisor's character, or for that matter, even Nimrat Kaur's character, I felt like, you
1: know... No, the- also in the end, if you realize, I mean, we've watched the entire show, and again, we don't want to give out spoilers, but there were certain characters, like, for example, the, the new president of Afghanistan, or there's this terrorist character, uh, Jamal Haqqani. We don't really know what happened to those characters. In, in fact, not like we don't know what happened to them. It's just like the show didn't manage to really... Uh, yeah,
0: wrap it up. With wrap
1: it up with, with all of this cleanly done.
0: I like the fact that this season, even when they got other things wrong, what they got right is the relationship between Saul Berenson and Carrie Matheson. Because... Um, I think till the last moment, this season makes you question their relationship and makes you also question whether Carrie is going to do another Carrie. And by that, I mean, like Carrie always fucks up, doesn't she? In one way or another. In every season, she always f up before she does the right thing. Yeah. And, but here, they take it to such an extent where you're like, oh God, this f*** up has gone too far. Is there any way to rem- prepare the damage that she's done?
1: Yeah. And I think... For, okay, so here's the thing right now, where whether you should watch Homeland season or eight or not, and whether we recommend it or not, is entirely dependent on how far uh, have you gone in Homeland, which means that if you have finished season seven, and if you're planning to whether watch season eight or not watch season eight, then you definitely should go ahead and do it, purely because whatever you might be feeling about certain tracks and certain episodes, you know that it ends really well and that's one thing i can vouch for uh, which is that after really enjoying the first 7 8 episodes the setup and grumbling a little bit in between i was really hoping that the show ends on a high because that's the most important thing right when you've invested in a journey for so long in characters in storylines for almost 8 years the least you want is a is a satisfying end Uh, And while we were watching the finale last night till the very last minute, in fact, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. But I can assure you that the moment the finale ends, you feel good in the sense that I felt good. Uh, I felt like it was an extremely intelligent, well thought out end. It was brave. It was smart. uh, And actually, when you think about it, the Homeland final scene encapsulates everything you love about Homeland, which is that even when you feel like it's not amounting to much, it always manages to pull the rug from under your feet. Uh, And it does does that through some really smart writing in the earlier episodes. So what happens is that even when you might feel that certain episodes don't make sense or certain plots aren't going anywhere, the way it really comes together in Homeland is what really works for the show. And that's been a hallmark of Homeland's writing right through the seasons. Uh, So this season, just when I felt like I might not end up really enjoying it as much as I, I thought I would, the end really made it up for me. So I mean, if you come this far into the homeland journey, and if you're wondering whether the final season is worth watching, yes, it is.
0: Yes, it is. I mean, for me, okay, I'm going to be really honest, I probably didn't enjoy the season as much as uh, I wanted to. In fact, I felt like uh, towards the last couple of episodes, there were a lot of like, you know, complete liberty ki we will do whatever the f*** we want because now the show is coming to an end. Like just basic logic loopholes, which Homeland never takes for granted because they are so clean about the procedure. And they are also very textbook about the politics and about how certain people are to be treated. And given that this is the CIA, there are, like I mean, major logic issues happening in the last few episodes. But like Anirudh said, if you've already made the effort to watch the sixth season seventh season there is no reason for you to not finish this damn series also because the last 15 minutes i think that's what it really comes down no, to no so it's
1: still not a bad show i mean even yeah, with all course. those even with all those the only reason even if those complaints are uh, are something we are voicing it's only because we have higher expectations from homeland as compared to other shows Yeah. but when you think about it i mean in the end those things don't really matter i mean it's about what feeling it leaves you with right you Correct, really... and when you
0: watch that last 15 20 minutes and you see how they've sort of in their way brought the show to a full circle i mean you finally feel like i mean you know, it's one of the, it's, the, it's the only time i think this season i was like ah this at least makes sense yeah
1: also the show's uh, the the last episode is titled prisoners of war
0: yeah
1: which was the original uh, so the uh, the show that it was based on the israeli show hatu film the english version of which means prisoners of war uh I thought it was great, you know. I thought nice I yeah. thought it was a great sort of uh, all of it coming round circle. And for me it's emotional, right? Because I've adapted Hatufim for the Indian screen uh written POW Bandi Youth Ke. So I feel like an entire journey has come to a close. You know, a journey that began with Homeland went on to Hatufim uh you know and then went on to me writing POW Bandi Youth Ke, and then coming back to Homeland and I feel like now It's like I said goodbye to that world last night.
0: Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I think this is one of the few shows Um, you know, irrespective of whether it's been a great season, not a great season and even in previous seasons, right? It's always been a show that we've come back to loyally. We've been a little frustrated at times with Carrie Matheson's character. We've been very exasperated with some of the politics that's happened but we've always stayed loyal to this show. I feel like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of nostalgia to think about the fact that next year onwards, there is no homeland. There's no homeland to look forward to.
1: Yeah, Yeah, well, we've got so many distractions that I don't think it'll cross our mind.
0: I mean, you know, Uh, I would
1: like... I I think I felt it the most when I was actually watching the final episode because then there was a realization that I'll never watch another episode of Homeland again. But, uh, But also they ended it on an interesting... What I loved about the end was they ended it on a note which implied that the story could easily continue in a new direction. But as far as the story, we knew has come to an end. Yeah, which and how means many that- and and how ironic is it that the last two dialogues of the show are the words stay tuned. Mm-hmm. I mean really <laughs> it's 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 the last thing you would see on the finale of a show and I think that is again an example of marvelous writing. Yeah. Where your characters have something to look forward to, which is why stay tuned, stay tuned. But as far as the audience is concerned, the story has come to a close.
0: I don't know, you know, I mean, some of our favorite shows have gone on to do a movie spin-off. And I think, you know, given where they've left the show right now, it might be really, really interesting yeah, I, to do a movie spin-off. or two
1: our sort of a HBO movie. Yeah, maybe. as
0: long as, as, long as Claire Danes doesn't I mean, come back as this sorry, VP sorry, character. Sorry, it's a
1: showtime show, but I think, uh, I think a TV movie would make more sense than like a... Movie made for the big screen, but anyway, who's making movies for the big screen anymore? Ha, yeah,
0: ha, ha. I mean, if you are making a movie, I mean, if they do make a movie, I would like to see Kosta Ronin come back because uh, you know Yevgeny's character has been one of those like uh ko thandak moments in this in this entire season. I really wanted carry and him to like get into something deeper but anyway that's spoiler territory we leave you guys to discover it
1: so costa ronan has now uh, acted in two phenomenal shows to do with the uh, the with spies yeah, and the americans off. and uh, homeland
0: wo hamesha russian play karta like yeah, I mean, stereotype kar russian stereotype hai.
1: Hai. russian hai russian play well, hai, ha. i'm ha. saying
0: that he could play multiple other I'm things i'm
1: sure there. but i mean the accent surely works in his favor right yeah but right, uh, so,
0: who, what was your scene a stealer moment like or what was your now wow scene,
1: moment so I'll tell you what uh, normally Janice and I pick a wow moment of the season but since we are saying goodbye to homeland I thought it would be nice for me to pick a wow moment across the entire show and of course eight years is a long time it's hard to I mean you, there are so many great plot twists you remember from the Brody days but there was an episode that has you know that has left uh, uh, a forever mark on me which is which is this episode called Q&A. It was in uh, season two of the show, episode five, I think. And it was an episode where basically uh, Claire Danes' character interrogates Brody, played by Damien Lewis then. Uh, And of course, so much has happened since then. And I mean, uh, you know, like the story has moved to a completely different place now. But that was one of the best episodes of a TV show ever. Because it was just two characters talking to each other over a course of a show and had two other characters, Saul and the one played by Rupert Fien, just like reacting to them. Uh and it was just so masterfully constructed. Uh, you know, QA where basically Brody comes clean about everything. And I think I think like that one hour of TV, I think I think if I ever have to go back and re-watch Homeland, I think I'll just go back and re-watch that one episode from time to time because it's one of the best. Written episodes, and I think it won the Primetime Emmy for Best Writing.
0: So, where is Homeland season 8 on our
1: bingeometer? meter? this is a tough one. I mean, do you have one? I mean, I would just say uh, Homeland is one of those shows, by the way, which are enjoyable to binge, but are also as enjoyable to just to be seen one episode at a time. Uh, because every. So ev-
0: it's like a very heavy dessert dish. Uh, Don't eat too much of it at one time. Go easy and maybe once in a week you can treat yourself.
1: No, why? I mean, we were watching it once a week because we were watching it on a weekly basis. Now all episodes are out. I'm saying that you can choose to watch it the way you wish. You know, you could do a binge if you wish to. Or you could just maybe watch like two episodes at a time.
0: All right, guys, that was Anirudh and me bringing you yet another episode of Mr. and Mrs. Binge Watch from lockdown. We'll be back next week. You're right here on the IVM Podcast Network with a brand new episode and a brand new recommendation. Until then, of course, if you guys want to follow us on our social media, I'm at Janicek85 on Twitter and Instagram. Anirudh is at Aniguha on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, if you want to hear more podcasts like this, go to the IVM Podcast app or follow them on IVM Podcast. I think they're also at IVM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram.